Hey there, this is B. Wendy Jackson. I wanted to quickly interrupt you before you listen to the next episode. Listen, thank you for your support with the podcast. Uh, those of you who've been following me since January 2020, I really appreciate you. I want to hear from you. You can send me a message at info at AAOP as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Snake dot net. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, would you do that for me, please? It also allows people to find the, the podcast. Um, this is growing. The podcast is growing and I'm so excited. I've had to update my little commercial because my name has changed and my website has change in terms of where you receive the books. So if you have not purchased your books, uh, I got the opportunity and the gift to, to write two books. One of the first one is empowerment for you, encouragement for your emotional and spiritual wellness. Listen, I love this book. Um, it is definitely a book that invites you to experience hope, help, and healing. And every page, every chapter is really filled with um, insight, information, and inspiration to be able to help empower you, to be able to help you walk in freedom. I include specific practical tips to help you take charge and take possession of your thoughts and really, really um, just control your 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 behaviors or, uh, or impact your behaviors and impact some changes in your life, cause some changes in your life. And then the second book is Empower to Empower Your Reflection Workbook. Love this book as well because it's based on specific podcast episodes where you listen to some episodes and you are able to dive deep into some reflection. I give you some prompts so that you don't have to wonder or think about where, how do I start to reflect? What do I even write? The prompts are already provided for you. Isn't that awesome? So there are also blank pages for you to journal um, or whatever you want to do, right? And so I just invite you, you can go on Amazon and just look for Be Wendy. So I don't want to cause any confusion. My my maiden name is Bob. So people have known me for as Be Wendy Bob for so long. And then July, 2022, I was blessed to get married, to be married. And so now I'm Be Wendy Jackson. Uh, so Amazon, you could just search for the books, Be Wendy uh, Bob, and you will find those two books come up. If you have any questions, you could email me. Uh, you can also find the resources on my website, aaopcs.net. That's AAO, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in snake.net. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you. May the podcast, may the books continue to add value to your lives. Um, I just, I just, I'm really thankful for this opportunity to just encourage people all around the world. All right. Enjoy the next episode and have an amazing day on purpose. Well, hello, everyone. This is B. Wendy Jackson, your lovely host of the Empower to Empower You podcast. I am so thankful that you decided to tune into the podcast today as you could have tuned into any other podcast. Uh, welcome to episode 160. Wow. Those of you who've been rocking with me since January 2020, thank you so much. If you have shared, subscribed, liked, or, or rated the podcast. I really want to say thank you so much. If this is your first time logging in, you are so welcome. Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, anything to help you better your life. And I'm B. Wendy Jackson, your lovely host. I want to say that the podcast never 
um, replace therapy. It's just an addition to your life, addition to improve your life. So if you need therapy, definitely I recommend it. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me. Also, also this, the podcast does not replace the need for Jesus. Uh, it, it is just an additional thing to add value to your life. So I want to make sure I say that. I need to remember to say that every time I tend to forget. But I am excited to have a couple lovely guests all the way from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So we have Jennifer Stanley. Uh, I met Jennifer Stanley. Uh, we are in the same counseling network together. Uh, Deborah Falada Counseling Network. If you do not know her name, you need to look her up and join her, you know, IG today because she is amazing. Jennifer Stanley is a an eight year resident of Philadelphia. She is she loves winter. She's been married for twenty four years. Has three daughters and a beautiful granddaughter. Uh, she has her own counseling practice where she uses biblical principles to help people become free and who God created them to be. Uh, Jill Super, her co the co founder, and they're both um, founders of the Busted Biscuits podcast. We're gonna get into the get into that. Jill is also in Western Philadelphia and loves the mountains. I don't know what they love. They both love the cold. I'm an island girl. I do not love the cold, but they love the cold. <laughs> but she and her husband has been married for 22 years and they have five children, uh, two, two son-in-laws and a grandson on the way. How precious. And Jill is, her experience involves nursing, informatics, probably said that wrong. And um, I'm just so glad to have them here. We're going to talk about friendship. We're going to talk about healthy friendship. Uh, why the struggle? Why 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 is healthy friendships a struggle? And so welcome Jennifer and Jill to the Empower to Empower You podcast. Thank you, Thank Wendy. you so much. We're glad to be here. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't it feel good to be on the other side? Like y'all are normally hosting a podcast today. You're going to be a guest, right? <laughs> good, good, good. So I, I always love to start. Recently, I've had a few amazing guests and I like to start start the question you know what has been life-giving to you this season um and I just want to I just want to start off there for you folks just because life is so busy busy seasons different transitions and so kind of want to start off with that what's been life-giving let's start with you Jennifer well um my first thought when you said that was I recently had a conversation with um with a client who had also attended a Busted Biscuits event and um she came back talking about how much she had had benefited from that and she was able to apply the principles we were talking about and so like it just really came alive for me to go oh you're hearing what we're talking about so in those uh community events we're, we're working to teach people how to have healthy relationships and so she had taken those principles and applied it and so that was super life-giving to me awesome. I, really nice. I love that i love that what about you jill um, for me, I come from a little bit different perspective where I didn't have a lot of friends initially when we started this endeavor. And so um, I have I have really started to enjoy the relationships that I have built. I've reached that point in those friendships where, um, you know, you've gone a lot deeper and you've you've made those true connections and they're going to last a long time. And so it's been nice to see that play out in my life and, you know, know that I I do have a social calendar. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but um, for the most part, I, I really enjoy having the people that I've been able to connect with through this through this process. I love that, and and this topic is so important because a lot of times people don't people struggle with friendship. They struggle with healthy relationships. Um, you know, a lot of times 
it's easier to have had that friend from high school or from that co from college. Well, I've even heard adults who are like, it's hard to find friends. And so it's really glad to hear you say, you know, I have a social calendar for sure. So I'm curious, can you share, what can you share about the journey towards the friendship that you that you two have? Not only are you friends, but you get to life together and you get to also work together and serve together. So what, what, what has that journey been like for y'all? Well, honestly, it's been fairly short. Like we've only really been in each other's lives for like the last two years. But oh. we honestly feel like that God has knit our hearts together because we we have just come in, in alignment very quickly. And so I, I feel like I've known her forever. Um, and and I can tell her anything. Like there's there is just a really solid um element of trust within our relationship. And so um I, I really would credit God for bringing us together. That would be the same for me. I would say that, you know, the, the trust, the, building the trust was something that I really struggled with in any relationship. And so having Jen uh, be that partner, you know, to kind of teach me and show me how that works uh, in real relationships was really, really, really just a blessing. Don't you love how God uses relationships to heal us and the enemy attacks relationships and causes it to be a source of pain for a lot of us, but God created relationships also as a source of connection and healing. And I just love that. So you have a podcast called Busted Biscuits. And when I first heard you say that, Jennifer, I was like, I am so curious. I mean, I like biscuits. I don't know what busted mean, but it sounds like a reggae term. Let's get into it. Like, yeah. let's, let's get into why the podcast Busted Biscuits. I mean, y'all have been friends for two years you know, it doesn't take the Lord any amount of time to work anything when it comes to his purpose. So he, when he does it, it so many things could happen in a short period of time. So I am not, a, I am not by any means surprised. Um, why the podcast Busted Biscuits? Well, it, we, it really like encompasses how we approach our relationships. So mm. We approach friendships with um, like being like a can of biscuits, all sealed and tight, and you're not letting anything in or anything out, and like you're you're really rigid and you're and you're not relaxed. But like when you're able to bust your biscuits, then you can be yourself, and that you are able to share who you are and and really um, connect with people. And so we're about trying to teach women, and and really yeah. we've we've had quite a few men be a part of it as well, but trying to teach how to make connections. And um, like, it's okay to be yourself and it's okay to, to want friendships. And like, this is what that looks like. And so it's, it's about just being okay with who you are and who God's created you to be. Love that. Well, do you have anything to add, Jill? Uh, no, I, I would say that that generally sums it up. That's that's basically what we tell people when they ask. Like, it really, truly is about just figuring out who you are, being yourself and allowing those relationships to, to develop with it and, and really respecting and seeing others too um, for who they are, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because we can do the work inside, but acknowledging who they are and accepting them for who they are is, is a big component of that. Love that. Whose idea? I mean, I know the, the Lord put you together, knitted your hearts together, but was was there one of you who said, hey, let's do a podcast together? Like, how did that come about? Well, <laughs> Jill was the one that brought it up. And I was like, I don't think so. And oh. so I she had to get me on board. You know, like she really saw it for us and had, had a vision for where we needed to go. And like God had given her some some direction. And I I had to take some time to warm up to the idea. Like yeah. I was like, I like going to listen to us on a podcast you know who cares what we're going to have to say and so like it's it's like been a confidence builder to try to say okay we'll try this and see where we're going and so I, it was Jill 
Well, I would say I, I knew I, it wasn't something that I could just do. So <laughs> I had the faith in her to get there. <laughs> I love that. You know, I know that when you said who's going to listen, I know that all too well. I thought the same thing in the very beginning. Uh, for sure. And I'm so glad that you did and you you obeyed and you pushed each other. Let's let's get into what this what some of the struggles people really struggle with just having healthy relationships. And let's talk about some of the struggles that people have and why they have such struggles with not just establishing healthy relationships, but maintaining healthy relationships. I'm gonna let you go first, Jill. What do you think? Well, I think um, the struggle to have and maintain really is about there's lots of factors, honestly. It's, you know, where you start, what influences you when you're younger, how that translates into adulthood and what you're, what baggage you're carrying with you. You know, we always say you gotta, you gotta kind of lay it down, give it up to God and, and let it go and and figure out what he has for you. Um, and so I think about my experiences and I know like a lot of the things that I went through held me back from being in good relationship just because of um, trust and, you know, and, and, shame and guilt and all of the things that that come with uh having some negative experiences in life yeah and, and like to continue with the, the the can of biscuits thing i think when we're younger oftentimes we have some kind of situation where we got hurt in a friendship and like we don't want to be vulnerable anymore like we kind of we seal our can of biscuits up real tight and go no one's going to be in here anymore i'm not going to let anybody in because i don't want to be hurt again and so then, then you start to like approach your relationships with caution and then, and it's guarded and it's not fully who you are. And so I think a lot of it, our struggle is just rooted in initial hurt that you had. And so then you continue in it because you, you don't grow and heal and change from it. Absolutely. Cause all those experiences affect your narratives about people. So if you've had some hurt early on in your lives or in previous relationships, you have this narrative that. I should not trust people or I should not let people in. You know, I, there's a family member that I will not say who in this time, but he used to say, um, don't trust anybody. Well, if I had listened to that, if I had listened to that teaching, I wouldn't be married. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have friends. I wouldn't even know how to engage with the world. If, if my narrative is don't trust anybody, only trust God. I mean, they met well, but it's like, ah, that would have kept me very well forget the guard. I would have just had a wall. Like there, there'll be no <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, you know, I, I definitely know that there's so many people and you are exactly correct that because of the experiences, they have these narratives of stories that they tell themselves that keep them from, they, they, if you met people who want friendship, like they want thriving, fulfilling friendship, but because of what they believe about themselves, about the world, about people that they just can't seem to trust the process. And you mentioned the, the key element of trust. Anything you want to add to that? We definitely have um, interacted with people that are in that exact spot, that yeah. they don't believe that they're likable or they don't believe that um, people want to, want to spend time with them or that if they really knew who I was and, and knew the thoughts that I was having, they wouldn't want me to be in their life. And so um, there, people absolutely walk into relationships or into community, you know, with with a, a, a caution and um, they, they just don't want to let anybody in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely. Yeah. So what are some things that you suggest without giving all of your, what you, your, your, your secrets, right? Your secret sauce. Um, what are some things that you suggest when people come in and they're, they're wounded, right? They're wounded. They want friendship. They're coming to the events they are coming 
to, to a social connection event, but they are so guarded because they are afraid. They're afraid of getting hurt again. They're afraid of um, letting their walls down. They're afraid. And so what are some things that you might suggest to maybe disarm them or maybe just kind of um, create a sense of safety that it's okay uh, to to try? What, what are some things that you've, you've seen or suggested or tried or, yeah. Well, I think for us, we have table rules. That's the first thing that came to mind. We have table rules that says this is a safe space. You have, there is respect. It doesn't leave here, right? Like what you discuss at your table doesn't leave the table. Um, you're, you're, the goal is to be open and to connect in a, in a way that you haven't done before. And so uh, we set the stage for all of these events pretty similarly mm -hmm. with the table rules and discussing um like that safe space. Mm -hmm. I think we encourage them to take a risk. Mm -hmm. You know, we say, listen, we know that friendships are hard and that, and we can't guarantee that you won't be hurt again, but, but you have to be willing to step out there. And so we, we frequently talk about giving some crumbs, like, so just <laughs> like give them just a little bit about who you are and see what they do with it. Yeah. You know, and so when, if those, to, I guess, keep with our baking theme, right? To keep, um, you just see where they're at. Like, are they trustworthy? Like, can they hold space for your feelings? And so, like, it's about, it's about stepping out and trying to be some vulnerability, which may feel very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. Vulnerability is uncomfortable, but it's so meaningful for sure. So let's talk about, okay, so now people are hearing you and they, okay, I, I established this friendship. I take a risk. I drop some crumbs. I know that it's safe to connect because I have to feel safe to connect. And maybe I start to develop some friendship, but how do I nurture the friendship? You know, for example, y'all have been friends for two years and I don't know if y'all want to share, but how have you, what do you do to intentionally like if in my marriage, I call it making deposits in my love tank or making deposits in his love tank. Mm -hmm. How do you, what do you do to nurture the friendship? Oh, and what are some things you suggest to other people to nurture their friendships? I think you have to be very purposeful. Yeah. So like Jill and I have been very purposeful with the time that we spend together. So like every Monday evening we connect. And so sometimes it's over social things, sometimes it's podcast businessy things, but we always make sure that on Monday evening, it's our day to get together. And so um, we, we are just really purposeful in that. Um, and then we stay connected through the week, you know, sending dumb text messages or uh, memes back and forth or the videos, you know, on my Instagram or something, you know, so just making sure that we, we touch base very frequently. Yeah. Um, we do have a larger group of friends, but there's about 12 of us, 12 to 13 of us that are hanging out. And so we have like once a month, we make sure that we have an event where we call it first Fridays. It doesn't always end up on a Friday, but that's at least our goal, right? That we get together. And yeah. so like, we just purposely say, we're going to spend time together. We're going to set aside this opportunity to connect. And, th and then we make it a priority. I love that. I wish I was in Pennsylvania to, to hang out with y'all. That sounds awesome. So, and, and I love the fact that y'all are doing local opportunities. I mean, today you, you mentioned it off the, the, the recording, you mentioned that you had a fair. Um, so mm -hmm. what are some examples of social activities that you offer to your community for people to come together? So we've done um, walk and talk Wednesdays, nice. um, which is where we gather and we walk up public trail. Uh, we're all about the alliteration. So we did fair food Friday today, <laughs> which is what you're referring to. <laughs> Um, that fair food Friday, we just went and we we sat in the free period of time that the fair was accessible to people and said, come have lunch and sit with us at the table. And we had a really good yeah, number, yeah, really good turnout. Um, and then next month, we've got our coloration celebration, which is a color party, um, but where we rented a space uh, at a local park and we're 
we're gonna have a uh, host all of our friends and see who who comes. We're we're looking really really looking forward to it. So right? with the color the coloration celebration, and you like you pick a color that you want to wear, and you dress head to toe in that color, and then you bring a snack in that color. And so like people, we've seen it all over social media, and like this is gonna be really a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to doing that. It sounds like a lot of fun. Wow, what's a purple snack? Oh, um, grapes. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Jelly. <laughs> oh my, I'm thinking uh, yellow banana. So you dress yellow and you, that sounds so much fun. Wow. So I love one in order to bring Cheetos. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun for sure. So talk a little bit about some of the resources that you currently offer. Um, I know I read your bio and I see that y'all are just taking this. This is not just a podcast. This is a lifestyle. And so I just love that you are just really just how you started and it's, it's getting bigger and bigger. And I, I hear your vision. I see your vision of what you're doing with this. So talk a little bit about the resources that you offer um, through Busted, through the vehicle of Busted Biscuits. Well, we kind of started out with something we called Biscuit Banter. And so it was like three sessions where we got together and we had had women come and we we talked through the elements of having good friendships. And so we we explored like what it looks like to be vulnerable, how to have a hard conversation, how to keep the conversation going. You know, when you get to that spot where you're not sure what to say next and like how to pick your friends, who are the ones that need to stay in your life? Who are the ones that you need to move away from because they're not helping you to be a better person? And then yeah. like what it looks like to share who you are. And so uh, we, had, we had two rounds of that. And then um, we also had a, some community nights called, for, we just did forgiveness. And so we talked about what it looks like to forgive and like, how do you heal those things? And so, um, you know, we're still exploring like what we're wanting to do, but we're wanting to make sure that people have connection, that they get the education on, on how to heal and grow, but they also have an opportunity to, to find someone else that they want to connect with. I love that. What a great segue. And I, I really want to start with you, Jill, on this next uh, question. But what would you say to somebody who has experience hurt in friendships and maybe because of that hurt is isolating is not trusting the process to reconnect they may not come out to that social event they may or may not even listen to this episode right like what would you say to them uh well I would say I was you <laughs> that's where I came from right um my my life was full of of negative interactions and relationships and friendships that turned me against it. And so for about 15 years, I was isolated. I didn't have friends. I didn't go out. I, I dug myself into my family. Um, the one thing that I would say is, and I say this on a lot of the podcasts, is that it's worth it. In the end, it will be worth it. It is really a hard process to go through, yeah. but you just have to find one person, one person to start with. And from there, it grows. You, you build confidence as that relationship progresses, and then you realize what you were missing all along, and it, it helps to push you along into building additional relationships, I would say. Mm -hmm. well, that's awesome. yeah. I, I think often people think they're the only ones that are lonely, because yeah. like we've got the whole social media thing where you put your highlight reel, you know, on display for everyone to see, you don't put the bad days up there. And so you're sitting there in your sitting in your reality and knowing the ups and downs of your life while you're watching everyone have amazing times on, on uh, Instagram or Facebook. And so you, you have to understand that like there's other people out there that are struggling. Um, we, we ran across a statistic that the average American has not made a new friend in the last five years. Wow. Like, I think it was like 70% were unhappy with their friendships, the state of their friendships. And so it's like, 
there is less and less connection happening. And so um, don't assume that you're the only one that's lonely. There's someone else out there that's lonely too. And you just got to find each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even there, thank you all for sharing that. And then there are people that have had some friendships that kind of fell by the wayside, you know, and maybe have dealt with some, uh, almost some rejection, if you will, um, maybe for whatever the reason, the friend, there's so many factors. And I know that's something that I've had to to, to deal with and, and get to a place where I was at peace with, I, I did what I could and there's nothing else I could do, right? And to be and to be okay with it. And I love that you 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 teach about forgiveness, because forgiveness is not about the other person, but it, it frees us from carrying the guilt and the woundings. And so I don't know if you come across that a lot, uh, people that have these different seasons of their friendships where people just grow out of it, or, or whatever the case happens. Yeah. And we definitely, we had some episodes about that. Like, what do you, how do you make that separation and, and how do you get past it? Um, yeah. I think sometimes we try to fix relationships and sometimes, sometimes they should be fixed and sometimes they should be, uh, should be ended. And awesome. so I think you got to take it on a case by case basis. You, you may have someone that needs to speak into that for you uh, to help you to see what's going on here. And if you should continue, you know, work to heal or separate. Um, but, but I think you have to entertain that, that it may not be what you wanted it to be. Yeah. yeah. One of our standard talks that we say is about like, I'm not for everyone. There's like a t-shirt on Facebook that says I'm not for everyone. And like, I was like, oh, I connected that. Like once I accepted that not everyone is going to think that Jen Stanley is amazing. Then I was like, this is okay. I'm going to find the people that think I'm amazing. And that's where I'm going to spend my time. And then otherwise, like, if you don't like me, that's, that's your loss. Right. And so I, I think so often we spend time trying to convince people that they should be our friend. I love like, that. Yeah, I'm worth it. Hey, I got something to offer. You want to be my friend. And like, you keep going at it when, when there really needs to be just kind of like, okay, this isn't the right place for me. I need to find my people. I need to find Absolutely. things I'm amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I've seen situations where people allow other people to overextend their stay. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, a, it's like an extended, extended stay. Like <laughs> they were like the, the time has already run out, but they, they're kind of hanging out too long. So that's, that's really good. So I want to just ask y'all, like, I'm really thankful for what y'all are doing. What's next? Uh, what, what are y'all doing next? If, if you, if, if things that you can share, uh, of course, you know, <laughs> Jill and I just looked at each other and she, she poked that I'm going for this one, but, um, so we, we planned this fall. Well, let me back up just a little bit. So like we have our friendship group that kind of, um, we call ourselves the misfits because we don't make sense for friends. And so in our first episode of our podcast, like season one, episode one, we kind of explain how all of this came together and, and the, how, how we came about. And so we, we discovered in this friendship group that we were different, that how we connected with friends was different than the average person. And we didn't really realize that. And so, um, and so then what we're wanting to do is to partner with this group. We're going to meet for as a small group from this fall and really like gather that information about how are we different? How do we do things differently here? Like what's been successful for us? What do we need to stay away from? And so we're hoping to, to develop some curriculum for that. And then, and then in the springtime, we're hoping to release it so that people that would want to, um, to lead a small group and to, to bring, get their own misfit group together where they're able to like, we're, Hey, we're going to do this journey together. And so, um, we're hoping that those groups would commit to meeting once a month and possibly going on a trip sometime together because that can really bond you. And so um, we're just wanting to to spread the word and, and get it out there and help people have healthy friendships. Love that. 
Love that. Anything you want to add, Jill? Well, yes, I will say <laughs> that's been sitting with me. Um, so we are actually hoping here in the spring to also take this to um, the younger generation because we feel like if we can head it off there, at, you know, help them understand how to foster healthy relationships, how to build those those connections with people at a younger age, that it will help, um, you know, help them as they grow into adults and there will be less of this isolation and loneliness as you're older. That's good. That's good. How can a lot, y'all are having a lot of fun in, in, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, how can we're people- actually connect? on the other end of the state. We're near Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh. we're in a town called Indiana, Pennsylvania. So Indiana, Pennsylvania. Okay. So how can people connect with y'all who are outside the state? What do you, what are the ways, whether it's your website, do you have any social media groups? Do you have like any virtual spaces that people connect with? Talk a little bit about that. We have uh, a website, bustedbiscuits.us. Um, we also, and you'll find all of our information there, kind of some intro into uh, what we do, why we do it. And our podcasts are on there as well that you can listen. Uh, and our community events are posted there. Um, and then we're on social media. We uh, are Busted Biscuits 3 on Instagram. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and we are Busted Biscuits on Facebook. Awesome. Do you have any virtual things that happen on your social media pages or? Not yet, but we've been talking about that. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. Jennifer, you were about to say something? Oh, I just, our email address, if they wanted to connect with us, is thebestedbiscuits3 at gmail.com. So somehow Busted Biscuits had already existed in some regard, and so we had to add threes <laughs> to, to these things. <laughs> so yeah, yeah so the difference, but... Yes, yes, yes. Is there anything that I didn't get to ask you that, that maybe you feel just led to share? Anything that maybe a landing message or just an encouraging message around friendships or anything on your hearts? Well, I think I wanted, would want to point out that whenever God created the earth, that every day after he created it, he said it was good. And when there was light and darkness, he said it was good. When the animals, it was good. When there was water and land, it was good. And then it, and man was good. But then at the very end, he's like, it, man is alone that's not good and so it's not in god's design for us to be alone we were created for relationship we were created for connection like we're supposed to have a relationship with god and also with people around us and so like isolation is not god's heart he's not thought what he wants from us and so he he ultimately wants to be connected to us and then and we need to be connected to him and to others and so um i want to make sure that people hear that and that they, they, I don't want to say strive, but that they would put that as a priority for them, that they would like, okay, I need to be connecting because it's in me to connect. Ah, that's so good. And and I, I was about to land the plane, I promise. And then I, one more question, one more question. You know, in, in isolation and withdrawing, um, sometimes people who are introverted, it's very easy for them to do that, right? Like they, they almost use it as an excuse or as a way to define who I am. I, that's who I am. I'm an introvert. I don't, I don't get out. I don't do stuff. And so what would you say to the introvert? <laughs> I'm assuming that's Jill. Jill. It is me. It is me. I would say, I, I would summarize basically what we've, we've kind of already said that, yeah. that take the risk go do it, force yourself to do it, even though you do not want to be out there among people, because I'm, I'm the same way. It challenges me sometimes. 
when you get there, you always have a blast. Mm -hmm. I, I can say there have been tons of friend events that I've been like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm up for it tonight. And I go and I end up laughing and I always think to myself, I'm so glad I went. Mm -hmm. It will, it will absolutely be worth it. Yeah. That's and I would want to add too, that, that the introvert needs to make sure they're filling their cup. Right. So if that means that they got to be by themselves to be able to then be with people that they should do that. So they need to do whatever it does to make them filled up so that when they go with people, they have something to offer and they're not like they're already drained. And so yeah. that would be what I would tell them. It's like, be by yourself for a little bit, then go party. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all, I just love it. I love the name, Busted, the Busted Biscuits. I love what y'all are doing. I love your message and your purpose is very purposeful, is needed because people do need to learn how to connect and to have healthy friendships. And so thank you so much for gracing the Empower to Empower You podcast with your presence and with your expertise. Um, if, I'm going to make sure I put the information on the show notes, bustedbiscuits3 at gmail.com. They can connect with you, Busted Biscuits, uh, your website. I'm going to put that on there as well, as well as your Facebook and, and, and uh, IG. Thank you so much for joining the Empower Trail. Uh, Empower Talk. Thank you for having I, us. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I can't speak all of a sudden because it was so good. It stole my voice. <laughs> thank you so much for joining the Empower to Empower You podcast. This is be Wendy Jackson, uh, your lovely host. And I'll be back next time with another amazing episode. Have a wonderful week on purpose.